Gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Living Off the Land. We're live. Well, in Parma. sort of. Sort of. Kind of. I mean, we're live. You're not like listening to it well, live. That's what I mean. Like I'm just explaining how we're live in this very moment. Yeah, right. so. We're, we're yeah. live. En vivo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, welcome back, guys. Thanks for checking in, uh, checking us out, listening um, on our new platforms. On not only SoundCloud, but we are now on iTunes. iTunes. So I think it's safe to say that we've made it. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, I think we have to get like a, a hundred like listens or something before we can start getting taken well, seriously. I mean, baby steps. I mean, yeah, we're there. We're, we're building there. a foundation. Yeah. 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 Right. yeah. Well, iTunes, iTunes. So yeah, you can check us out. Uh, just search uh, in iTunes in the podcast section. Just search "Living Off the Land." Uh, you can either do that all one word. You can uh, space it out, whatever. It'll come up. I've tried it. I've listened to it on there. It sounds great. Yeah. Um, you can still, if you don't have iTunes, uh, if you're like these scrubs and don't have iPhones, <laughs> uh, you can still check us out on SoundCloud. Just download the SoundCloud app and you can listen in your car. Yeah, um, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lot better than trying <laughs> to pull can, it up on YouTube. You can actually do other things on your phone while you listen to us now. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> Unlike YouTube, which pretty much doesn't allow that. Uh, so yeah, so follow us on there. Um, check us out there. Also, like we've been saying, our social media outlets: uh, Instagram, Living Off the Land Pod, all one word. Twitter, L O T L Podcast two one six. And then we are also on Facebook. Uh, last week I gave out some misinformation about it and said the name wrong. But Fake news. Yeah, it's actually the same as our Instagram account. It's just Living Off the Land Pod, all one word. So check us out on there. We've been getting some great responses from you guys, uh, some great interactions, and uh, look to keep that going and develop that definitely some more. And uh, uh, keep keep uh, keep a vigil eye uh, on our website. That's going to be coming out here yeah. hopefully soon. We're going to do some work on that to get that up and running. Um, right now, it just links to our uh, Facebook page. And the plan and the plan for the website is we'll we'll upload all our old episodes, of course. Uh, moving forward, we'll have a written aspect to it as well um, not necessarily like a, a huge detailed write-up but we'll have other write-up we'll have other written parts as well like i would think supplementary stuff maybe a blog post yeah Jordan, jordan's gonna hopefully that. uh you know do a semi-regular blog on there about, yeah you know what we're, either what we're talking about or maybe if we didn't get to something in an episode that we wanted to talk about or, or even if there was some aspect of the episode that really yeah. stood out i might go in further and read yeah. stuff and, and then we'll, of course it'll be a great way to kind of organize all our we'll, we'll tag in each episode we'll, we'll tag restaurants and bars uh, and topics that are talked about there so you can hit the tag and you could like check out um 
you can it'll pull up you know so it's more organized yeah. so you won't have to like listen through all that let's not let's not give away the all right. The whole farm yet. You it's know, not yet. It's not, it's not created. We don't have it yet. It's so. going to be a terrible website. Yeah, don't look for it. Don't look do it. it. Yeah, yeah, it's no, going to no. be like, yeah, whatever. So anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so uh, today is going to be more of like a uh, cultural aspect type uh, podcast. Um, on Friday, we talked about the Browns draft. Um, so we kind of didn't get any chance to talk about any of the places we've been to recently some of the events that went on in Cleveland recently, some events that are coming up right. in Cleveland over the summer. We're getting closer and closer to summer, so we're going to talk about some concerts, um, some an awesome deal that Live Nation is putting on um, for concerts over the yeah. summer. So Jordan's <laughs> going to get into that in a little bit, but um, Jordan actually, we were just talking before, has a... I, I don't know how would you would well it's gonna it. it's gonna it's gonna be kind of probably okay all right let's talk about it Paul is this gonna be a debate I don't know I, it a... depends on how bad last night he got triggered pretty bad but we'll, oh we'll he see got how we, he we'll... got shook uh, you've got me really curious what you're about it's, to spit it, on it's right probably now. gonna be a little anticlimactic but knives uh, they're not that important when you're cooking Paul thinks they are you did, important you did you did uh, oh preview this for me at work this he, morning. He, he thinks they're important I was making oh my me and my gosh. girlfriend last night were making a, a very delicious healthy dinner and I was cutting up uh, what do they call the yam or whatever with a regular little steak knife and he's like see what's going on in here See, I, I'm an, I, 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 you know that I'm already going to side with you more on this because, I, no, I, 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 like you, I've worked in restaurants for yes, so, more than okay, a decade. All right, well, let me, I, let me just build my point real quick. I, but I, I am interested I, because I, I'm not as stringent I, as him being more going so, to culinary school. So. True. More so, I'm like, look, I know I have other knives at my, uh, my, my disposal. Some of them were dirty, so I just grabbed a cheap little knife and I hacked at it, and it worked. I ate the, the food. But apparently this guy gets all triggered. I just hear, oh, you're using the wrong knife. And I'm like, Wait, no, where'd you no, come the from, first, first no, of all? <laughs> the first thing you told me was you said you felt like somebody was watching you. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, and okay. you turn around. I got to like, briefly explain his... the context. Paul came over along with Teresa. Um, me and Teresa were making dinner, and Paul was going to hang out with another one of our buddies afterwards. So I was like, hey, dude, just come over, uh, hang with us. So I was making dinner in the meantime. And Paul, last time I left him, was like on his phone in my living room. And then suddenly I just feel I'm being looked at. And I like, and I, <laughs> and I hear, that's the wrong knife, you know, or so, something to that effect. Oh, and I was so like, creepy. Oh, I was like, oh, okay, not a big deal. And I just kept cutting. And then he just kept going on and on about the knife. And I was like, whoa, whoa there. Whoa. So since you can't actually see what I'm doing right now, I'm simply sitting in silence and seething. Is I'm just hearing all of these poisonous words just oh, pour out okay, from Jordan's it's a mouth. Dramatic. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. very dramatic. No, very it's dramatic. Like a peanut butter no, thing. All right. So, all right. So, all right. Here's the thing. I, there, there is a difference. There is an importance to the type of knife that you use. So, here's the thing. So, the steak knives that you get in your cutlery kits, and let's face it, most of us we're not getting the real expensive kind. We're getting just the typical utilitarian kind. Okay. We're not spending a lot. Maybe 40, 50 bucks. Another big word. It, I try. Utilitarian. The steak knives that you get, and trust me, my parents have these steak knives. Everyone has these steak knives. They're made for one purpose alone. They're meant to kind of cut through steak, which honestly, they don't even do that great of a job with it because they have that horrible tiny serration, and they just really kind of shred everything. They don't really cut through anything. And this guy, one, all right, first of all, he doesn't even have a vegetable peeler. He is taking this knife and hacking at a sweet potato, trying to peel it. <laughs> so it looks more like you put it through a like a sieve or something, as opposed to actually 
peeling it. So, oh, but that's beside oh, the point. I'm sorry, I'm not bougie. So you take a flimsy, weak steak knife that is meant to cut through cooked protein, and you take it to a raw sweet potato. <laughs> and you start kind of, like, trying to chop. And here's the thing, too, that's I'm even more lie, important. That's, that's kind of bad. Oh, it's, okay. it's terrible. And here's okay. the thing, too. All right. It kind of joking, but also pretty serious. That's actually more dangerous. Oh, okay. Uh, that's much more dangerous because you use an improper knife. It can slip. It can catch. You can cut you're yourself. You're going to poke an eye out. Right. And especially with that serrated <laughs> knife, you're going to get a nasty, jagged cut because I guarantee you that thing was dull after you peeled that potato with it. Probably was. So I'm going to say right now, and Dan is showing off battle scars right now. Actually, I have a the kitchen. Oh, I have one too. Yeah. And I worked in the kitchen. Yeah. Don't even. No, I, we've I can't all got feel them. the top Yeah, of we've my all finger. got them. Um, Dan and I probably more so. Just saying. Yeah, whatever. I have. But no, no. Point scars. Point being, point being, there is a difference. Knives are important. <laughs> the kinds of knives are important. <laughs> it does matter. It does matter. So for people out there, it's like, oh, I'll just get away with this. No, like, especially if you're in the room with someone who's worked in the kitchen, like me, you will drive people like me up the wall. So, well, Jordan's defense, you weren't in the room. You kind of creeped into the room. But it's weird how he he knew. Like he, I feel like he well, could tell. I, I, mean, I could hear it. He off. knew you were making dinner. No, but I feel and like he probably heard you hacking at the potato. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he had this sense that he was like, "Whoa, wrong knife." Actually, I really Runs refrained over. myself from saying a lot more stuff last night because I yeah. wanted you and Teresa to enjoy your time together. Yeah, so <laughs> that was that was pretty cool. In all fairness, at work, Jordan invited me. He's like, "Hey, if you come over, you can help us cook." So it really was an that's, open door. That is true, actually. <laughs> we even said um, at first we were like, "Oh, Paul, you're so fun," but they were like, "Literally, though, if you do want to help." As you can, and he, you know, he was he he was tired, of and then it's all good. We, and so I just, you know, critique. We're bit. still friends. <laughs> I don't know, man. So now I know what to get you for your birthday or for Christmas. Oh, if you want to give me a knife set, I won't. Oh, say but no. here's the thing, though. Just real quick, Jordan actually has a knife block with other knives. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. To clarify, I do have <laughs> different knives. I just was using the wrong knife for he no grabs reason. the steak knife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I I try. <laughs> Oh. oh, no! I'm happy. I'm happy. This was a that was this, a good one. This was an unexpected treat. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that aside, uh, you know what else is a treat? <laughs> Tell me, Jordan. Live Nation's concert deal wow. coming up. What a transition! <laughs> super smooth, solid. All right. For those that don't know, uh, I don't know how long it's been going on. I know it's at least been one year. Live Nation, and they it's so confusing. There's like these, it's like a, they also are with Ticketmaster and stuff. So the easiest way to figure this out is we'll give a link on the, uh, the podcast so you can hit the right link. But Live Nation, um, they do a special $20 concert ticket sale every year. It lasts a week. Um, and there's many shows that, that fall under this deal. Um, it's... It's not you know you don't have like incredible seats. They're ba- they're usually G- uh, general admission uh, tickets, uh, which can either be dance floor tickets and or um, not porch uh, lawn tickets. Like if you're at Blossom, uh, some highlight you you can you we're gonna post a link so you can see the link of all the shows that are gonna be available. Keep in mind a couple things. First, it's first come first serve. Now the tickets aren't you're not allowed to like necessarily resell the twenty dollar ticket. But the, the $20 tickets can sell out. So what you're going to see the day of the sale is you're going to have an option on when you, you know, it has the, the price points. 
and you'll see $20 general admission. That's the one, that's the one, you know, that's, that's the one we're talking about. So that lasts from April 30th to May 8th. Um, and it starts at 8 a.m. on April 30th. I would recommend, honestly, especially if it's a big, big show, buy them on the 30th. That's your best bet. Last year, I waited four or five days, and I was able to actually get $20 tickets to Zach Brown, if I remember correctly, and another show that was pretty big. John John Mayer, Meyer, I believe, um, I think. Was that the one we did for 20 bucks, Jimmy? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was a $20 ticket deal. Hmm. Um, it's an incredible deal. I'm going to briefly run through uh, some of the big acts that are coming. So you got... Arcade, there's more, but I'm just hitting the highlights. Arcade Fire, Avenged Sevenfold, Backstreet Boys, Beck, Brad Paisley, Bon Jovi, Breaking Benjamin, Bush, Stone Temple Pilots, Charlie Puth, Chicago, Coheed and Cambria, and Taking Back Sunday. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Chris Brown, um, Def Leppard, Journey. Who what else? Who else? Foreigner, White Snake. Did you um, confirm these are actually playing? They're Cleveland? not all. I don't know if they're all in Cleveland, but the lot. They're all within two hours. Um, at least some, most, all of them. Will we be love to do our research here. On no, it's, there's so many shows. I'm not gonna go through every. Y'all can do that if you like. If you like Imagine Dragons, one of the options. You can see if they're coming to Cleveland. We got Jason Aldean. I know he's definitely coming to Cleveland. Uh, Keith Urban, uh, Kid Rock, Kids Bop Live 2018. Oh man, I'm in. <laughs> All in. Hell yeah. Uh, Logic, uh, Leonard Skinner, Maroon 5, um, Need to Breathe, good show. Paramore, Post Malone, Rascal Flats. You guys remember Rascal Flats, by the way? Oh yeah. I, w um, I actually saw Rascal Flats at Blossom like 10 years ago. They're a good Who? time. Rascal Flats. Who? Life is a highway. Who? That's actually okay. not their song. But they covered, they covered it. it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, almost God done. Broken road. <laughs> That's also not. Uh, is it, no, that is their song. Or, no, it's not. It's some it's other person's song. song. Uh, Rise Against, Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson, Shakira. <laughs> oh, her <laughs> hips don't lie. Uh uh. uh Sticks, Joanne. Jo I can't speak today. Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, The Smashing Pumpkins, 30 yes. Seconds to Mars, Weezer, and the Pixies. And finally, Weezer Zach Brown the Band. Blue album. Yes, Zach Brown Band. Which we're, we're, we, we know yeah, for sure we're yeah, all we're going there. So you we'll, can't, we'll you talk can't about miss them CBB. Yeah. Long story short, it's, a, it's an incredible deal, guys. Paul's a nerd. Yeah, $20, $20 ticket. You really can't beat it. Stock up. You could, you, could, you could buy four or five tickets and spend the amount that you'd usually spend on just one of these tickets. In all yeah. seriousness, it's worth it. Buy four or five tickets. Cover your summer. Um... Yeah, you can go, like, again, we're, we're going to post a link to the sale, but not every band in the sale is going to be in Cleveland. So keep that in mind and do your own research, of course. So when does this go on? When, uh, when? It starts April 30th, which, what is that, uh, Sunday? That's Monday. 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 That's a Monday at 8 a.m. So be, be ready. Okay. And it goes until May 8th. So you do have time to buy the tickets throughout the week. I'm just telling you right now, some of those really big acts... They're going to be gone within the first day, probably. Just because I'm an old soul, I'm going to give a shout-out to the Doobie Brothers and Steely Dan. They're also a Jordan yeah. forgot to mention. Yeah, yeah, I don't, so. I'm not a big fan. Ario Speedwagon was on there. Sticks was on there. I said Sticks. Oh, and I wasn't Jett. paying attention. They're coming with Jones and the Blackhearts. No, I'm, I'm an old soul. I, I look forward to catching maybe at least one of those. Oh, Holland Oats. Or no, Holland Oats isn't one of the options. Yeah, they are. I think they are. They are. I think they are one of the options. Oh, if they're an option, then that's... No, the they option. are. Yeah, they are. They are. Holland Oats is one of the options as well. Oh, well... Um, I didn't write it. I'm not going to sit here and read every single bit. There's so many. You almost did. Well, it felt like it. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, all right. Okay. But no, that, that's, that's awesome. It's a chance to just, like you said, there's a plethora of shows. Yeah. They're 
within the Cleveland area. They might not necessarily be in Cleveland. Right. But twenty dollars if you're fine with general admission, which honestly for most any show it's not bad. It's really example, not bad. Smashing Pumpkins. Oh yeah. Uh, they're two. not coming to Cleveland, but they'll be in Pittsburgh. That's a, just Crap. a two hour drive. Uh, I'm not going to that city. Okay. Well Dan has his little uh, Pittsburgh's actually a cool city, right? No, it's not. The sports blow, but nope. you know, city we'll, sucks. This is a Cleveland we'll, podcast. We don't say anything good about the city of Pittsburgh. Uh, we'll we'll let that just kinda die uh, away. You wanna see the Smashing Pumpkins? So. Nope, you don't. <laughs> Collective Souls on there. They are. Yeah. And by the way, weird. oh, I gotta throw a shout out to them. I saw them about three years ago, and I was like, eh, I mean, I like them, but this is gonna be a boring show. No, it's amazing. Collective Soul knows how to put on a rock yeah. show, and I enjoy it from start to finish. Cheap so. Trick oh, is playing man. with Poison. <laughs> Cheap oh, Trick. I'm looking man. at I'm looking at the list right now myself. Need to Breathe and Johnny Swim. I have to see that one. Yeah, I know for sure I'm going to go see uh, Taking Back Sunday. Paramore, man. Maybe. Taking Back Sunday for sure. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Janet Jackson. I forgot I, did, I forgot to mention her. Hey. Eh. Right, bon Jovi. Okay. No, okay, am I a dummy, but who's Joe Biden? Uh, that's the former vice president of the United States. Yeah, I know States. that, but clearly he's not going to be... Singing, well, so. he does speak. He does speaking events. Maybe he's. Oh, maybe it's something. Maybe like it's through that. Live Nation. Oh, <laughs> and who, Who's Joe Biden? No, guys, I know who Joe Biden oh. is. I'm at. I meant like in context of being a singer. Right, sure. Let's, let's put the oh, list okay. away. Like yeah. like Jordan said, we'll post the link. You can look at all the various concerts. You can see where. And the there's more. Be. Just trust me. There's more bands. There's a lot more. So yeah, I be sure to check over out that some link. bands I don't like. So. But no, no, that's that's a great thing that's up and coming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as far as music goes, there's always something going on there. And now that the weather's starting to warm up, uh, there's a lot more outdoor activities that are going on. And one that I recently got to check out was the Cleveland Flea Market, which I've never been to before. And first time there. Uh, it's located, it's around 134th and Superior. Um, it's tucked back in there. It's, it's a really cool little spot. Um, I guess it's part of, this is all new to me, by the way. I mean, I'm sure some of you might already know, uh, but for those of you who don't, it's part of an effort to sort of restore an area of the neighborhood in Cleveland that's just really become run down over time. And you can tell when you go there. I mean, you know, a lot of run down homes, a lot of run down buildings. But clearly at one point it used to be, you know, thriving. And so they're really just trying to bring some life back. And one of the ways they're trying to do it is with this open flea market. So they host it once a month. And it's a $1 admission, which honestly, it's, it's more than worth it. It's, it's just a real small setup. But you've got all these different local vendors uh, with various arts and crafts and plants and clothing. Tons of clothing. I mean, obviously it's a Cleveland flea market. You get so much Cleveland. It's it's awesome. Uh, yeah. Cleveland clothes, Cleveland decor, things like that. And when you work your way back, uh, the my personal favorite is that there is a just nice semicircle of food trucks. Nice. Just littering this this parking lot in the back, and they've got a seating area where uh, just a lot of benches set out. So if you want to sit down, take a breather, take some time to eat, and just food trucks from all over, east side, west side. There's even a food truck from Akron that I got to try. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Three three O. Right. I feel like I feel like the food truck is one of the biggest draws to the flea market for a lot of people. I think it's people. one of the biggest draws, like any outdoor event. Yeah, there. that's true. I would that's, say so because it's a chance it's, for it's you. It's just like it, it's like a recent like I know food trucks have been around for a while, but right. it's like a recent phenomenon. Well, especially especially like them all like gathering around in a group and having like a seating area. Because I know when we went to the 
Cleveland Beer Fest, it was like that. There were yeah. food trucks yeah. there, and they had a big yeah. seating area there where people could just sit down and stuff. Ooh, mm-hmm. I remember back when food trucks were always, like, shady, and, like, you didn't, uh, I mean, you ate from a well, food yeah, truck. Well, yeah, it was out of, like, a, out, it was one of those cool. white shady bands. Right, right. But it <laughs> like wasn't cool. Truck, but then yeah. suddenly in the last, like, what, five, six years, it got cool again well, or something? Well, the thing about a food truck, too, is often it's used as a starting point for a business. That's true. That's not you, a proper You can't afford started. a storefront. You can't afford a restaurant, but you can afford a food truck. And it's mobile. It's a lot more flexible. There are some limitations as far as the seasons go, but no, I'd say that it's grown a lot. And it gives you a chance also to expand your brand. If you do have, you know, if you're fortunate enough to have like a home store or something like that, <coughs> and you still have a food truck, you can take it to different festivals. You can take it to different events. People yeah. get a taste of what you have and people will travel for food. I've known people to travel one, two hours just to go to a food truck. Because they know where it's at. Yeah, and there's some that are like famous and they have Twitter yeah. accounts and they'll move around. And you can follow them on Twitter. And oh, yeah, easily. So, um, you know, there was a nice sample size. You know, you had some good, hearty kind of, I guess you could kind of say like barbecue or fair food kind of food trucks. You had ones that were geared more towards healthy eating. Uh, Any the one- breakfast trucks or food that <sighs> specialized or sold breakfast? I don't necessarily remember a breakfast food truck. There may have been a dish or two that had something breakfast like I don't recall anything specifically breakfast okay uh, yeah. the one that I tried it's called the square scullery it's actually based out of Akron and I guess um, what was it that area in Akron I'm trying to remember where it originated from I don't know but no it's just like a niche little area in Akron and you know they traveled up here to Cleveland kind of like sort of like a soul food fusion kind of thing they had a smoked gouda mac and cheese with pork belly which was pretty decent um, the was pork it, belly was a little tough. Was it Gouda? It, <laughs> it was very Gouda. But no, the mac and cheese was quite tasty. They all had, also had a curry chicken dish, which was pretty solid. Uh, got to try an ice cream place uh, in Lakewood, Ice Cream Joy. Mm. Uh, that was fantastic. That's based on a, it's just a truck in Lakewood or it's a storefront? It's actually a storefront. It's a real uh, small storefront. Ah. Very, It's very close to Barrio. Oh, I know exactly where that is. Yes, yes. it's very yeah. close to Barrio. It's like right across from Buckeye Beer Engine. Yeah, and close to, uh, I think, Mars Bar is yeah, also yeah, there. Yeah, it's like okay. right next to the oh, yeah, 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 real small shop, but my gosh, uh, that, that ice cream there was phenomenal. Um, in, in my opinion, much like pizza, the measure of good ice cream is when you don't necessarily need a lot of it, you can get a scoop or two and just be completely satisfied. I got a, it was an espresso cream, if I remember right. It was a Ooh. coffee-flavored ice cream, awesome. and that was... Do they? Do you know? Serious, serious conversation. What's this place called? So it's called Ice Cream Joy on Madison <clears throat> Avenue. Serious, serious question. Did they have any vegan options? Because as so uh, you mean not ice cream? No. Here's the thing. You're wrong, Dan. <laughs> uh, as a lactose intolerant person, I cannot have cream. I can have some cheese, but not cream. Don't quote me. So it's not ice cream. It's 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 imitation ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. It, I'm not making fun of you. I'm just literally well, I'm saying. I mean, it's Mr. Not, literal over here wants it. Oh, there's a really gluten-free we, pizza. We can, we can, really di- we can dedicate another episode to that whole debate because that's another discussion entirely. Shout out. And we'll talk about this more later. Mason's Creamery in Ohio City has the best vegan ice cream in my opinion. But that's just, but we'll talk about as that far later. as ice cream joy goes. I wonder if they do. Uh, don't quote me. I feel like they do. Honestly, a lot of ice cream shops. Uh, actually, yes. No, they do have vegan options. You know what? Is it ba- coconut-based? I do not know what base it is, okay. um, but I would just say, I would say check them out. Um, yeah, yeah, if their yeah. vegan ice cream is anywhere near what the regular ice cream is, it's definitely worth it. Um, so that was a, cool. you know, just a cool spot to try out. Cleveland Flea, 
Definitely worth it. What, uh, what days of the week is it again? I, if I remember correctly, it's on Saturdays. It's a once a month sure. affair. Okay. Oh, it's not. It's not every week. No, okay. it's not every week. Again, it's it's part of this project in the area, so it's not mm. an everyday affair. But once the weather starts turning nice, that's when it starts popping okay. up. Uh, you can just search the Cleveland Flea, and you'll find a website dedicated to their mission, their story, all sorts of links. We'll leave a link. We'll drop a link. Yeah, we can leave a link for you to check out. We'll link drop. Yeah. So no, that was that was a nice little you know that was a nice little treat. That was an excellent thing to discover. Um, a lot of fun, and just. Tagging on to that, as far as sweet treats go, uh, you know, sometimes, let's face it, it's late at night, uh, maybe you've been out a bit with friends, you went out for a drink or a bite to eat, you might even be, let's say, downtown, and it's just getting that part of the night, you know, things start closing down, but you've, you've you got a sweet tooth, mm-hmm. and you're craving something. Go on. So, tucked in downtown, and it's really not, it's really not hidden, I just really wasn't aware of it. But there was this, uh, I just had a hankering for ice cream late at night. I was going to say it's probably creeping up around like between 11 and 12, which quite honestly, most, most places, unless you're a bar, something like that, you, you pretty much close down shop for the day, you know, especially if you're a right. bake shop or ice cream joint. There's this place at the arcade in Cleveland, right when you walk in through the doors off of Euclid, like if you were to go down 4th. Right across the yeah. arcade walk, right through those okay. doors. Yeah. Immediately when you walk in, right there on the right-hand side is Kathy's Creamery. And they are open till 1 o'clock in the morning. No way. Which, so, is this around Chocolate Bar? Yes, that same okay, strip that same right area. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that entrance there to the arcade. Uh, right next, or right where Pizza 216 is. How you can yeah. walk right into the yep, arcade. I know exactly. What right when you walk in the door, right-hand side, it's just an open little shop. And... I just gotta say, I think that's pretty awesome that there's a late night option for ice cream. Because sometimes you just get that craving, and there's always the staples, the fast food places that are open right. late. Taco Bell. Taco uh, Bell. The I, Barrios. Yeah, like but that, yeah. as far as sometimes you just really want something sweet. And now that the weather's gonna start warming up too, I think that's gonna be on people's minds a lot more. So just right in there is this awesome little ice cream shop, super friendly. Super simple. Yeah, you, you can't screw it up. Um, you can make your own ice cream cookie sandwiches. Oh Is that gosh. what that picture was? That's that posted on Instagram. Right. That's what. It, so if you look on our Instagram and also I believe it's also on our Facebook page, um, I took a picture of it. That was also a coffee paste ice cream between two peanut butter cookies with toffee chunks sprinkled on the top. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it looked amazing. I mean, you can't go wrong with coffee ice cream. Oh, it's so good. And the peanut butter cookies, sorry, Jimmy, were... Ha! <laughs> you could die. <laughs> the, no, the peanut butter cookies were delicious. They, they were just, you know, like soft-baked cookies. And they give you that little bag just to kind of cup it in there so you're not dripping ice cream would everywhere. You put a, would you put the cookies on a hot dog? <laughs> oh, don't act like that's weirder than putting peanut butter they on are a peanut, hot dog. They're peanut butter cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Crumble them so up, crumble you know, it up, as a little know. topping. Well, maybe if you use them as the bun, you know. Oh <laughs> God, I, my, I'm sorry I brought that up. That's disgusting. Yes. Oh, we digress. Um, but no, I, w- I wanted to give them a quick shout out. It was really cool to find them. If you're downtown, you know, if you're in that area, it's late night and you're just really looking for something sweet. Just get a craving for ice cream. You've gone out. You've had a couple drinks. You've had dinner. Seriously, just stop by and check it out. You can get a couple scoops. You can get the ice cream cookie sandwich. It'll cost you in the ballpark of, 
know, three to five dollars. That's not bad. You know, it's ice cream. Yeah, it's not a bad. It's about average for what what you're gonna get for higher end ice cream. Yeah. So you know, again, that's that's another little sweet treat to find in Cleveland. So definitely check them out, Kathy's Creamery. They're downtown. Uh, You know, worth a stop. Uh, nice. Um, yeah. Just uh, I want to I want to highlight this place real quick because I know you've been wanting to talk about it, and you actually just scarfed down a couple tacos from there. Mm. And Paul, you've been there too. Oh yeah. Uh, Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I don't know what kind of podcast you're trying to trying to uh, record, but wow. (laughs) Anyway. That's what Mexican food does at Jordan, ladies That's and gentlemen. That's what it does. Oh, gosh. But uh, La Plaza Supermarket. Mm. Um, Jordan, what kind of, I, I saw them. I what kind got, of tacos you get today? I got Al Pastor barbacoa. Is that so is that Al, Al Pastor, Pastor is, is marinated like, pork. Like marinated with like pineapples, right? Generally? Not necessarily. I mean it, I don't remember exactly what it's marinated. It's just a very flavorful pork. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly what it's marinated. It's uh, like carnitas isn't super marinated. It's just like roast pork, and then they yeah. tend mm. to pan yeah. fry it a lot of times. But, okay. Um, uh, Al pastor is, is they marinate the pork, and then you know then they cook it. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it has just a very distinct, you know, flavor. Yeah. Um, barbacoa is essentially Mexican roast beef. Uh, some people will cut like my a, head off like for shredded, saying that, but that's what it is. It's like a shredded beef, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. More like or less. Kind of like a roast beef, and then yeah. it, but it's flavored differently than American roast, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. And then I got asada tacos, which everyone should. That's a lot of people know what that is. That's just steak, chopped essentially just chopped steak. Um, they have they have chicken, of course. They have uh, chorizo. They, I be, do they have fish and shrimp tacos? I don't remember. I don't recall seeing I don't think them there. so. I don't believe that yeah. they do. But they have a wide variety and the cool thing is these are super these are very authentic tacos. These are taqueria. This is a taqueria mm-hmm. essentially. And for those that are familiar you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. There's not many places if any that I've been to in Cleveland like it. Um Barrio's good, but it's not this. And no. it's, and there's, every other place I've been to is just not this. Uh, the toppings are very simple. It's chopped onions, chopped cilantro. Uh, and then salsa. Yeah, um, the pico de gallo. Yeah, um, verde salsa. Also, pico de gallo. <laughs> pico de gallo. They yes. also had some uh, shredded radish there. Yes, as well. like pickled. Shredded, right? Uh, no, just fresh. Just fresh radish. Oh, okay. I didn't see that when I was there. But um, they also have a guacamole, too. Yes, a guacamole. This, these, these toppings are all free, by I the love way. Guac. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really cool because they have it set yeah. up there that. So when they build you your tacos. Cash. First, we got to put that out there okay. right now. You need cash to buy the tacos. You need cash this, to buy the tacos. And this is a good place where they oh, only accept cash. It's a good yes. place. It's not like a cash. bar in Parma who <laughs> does not accept card or plastic of any kind. Which we will possibly address that yeah. in Ooh, another episode. Okay. Uh, but no, yeah, cash only. Um, but I just want to say real quick, like you said, they're street tacos. Yeah. And so when they're building them for you, you know, they have the tortillas, the meat, they're cooking, yeah, they make them right flat there top. fresh for you. Too. You dress it yourself, yeah. which I think is really cool. You Because, know, you know, everyone's picky. Because some people that don't understand what I, what these street tacos are all about, they're like, oh, why do you put cilantro and onions on it? Where's the the, the chop? Where, and that's exactly where's how the they cheese? Sound, by the way. Where's the, the tomato? Where are you? Like, no, guys, like, this, <laughs> this is this. But, but if you want to put other things too, or just not put that on, there you're welcome to do that as well um i haven't had the burritos yet but it's made with the same meat and the meat was very good this this is good stuff guys this is um yeah I probably check. yeah i need to check this out it's weird it's different like you don't this is not bar you don't hang out there is and it chill. close to work 
Yeah. What, 10 minutes? I'd say 10 minutes. About That's 10 minutes. Bad. No, I'm seriously. For lunch one day. Yeah, I'll go with you sometime, man. It's yeah. so good. And they have, uh, they have quesadillas as well. Mm-hmm. Um, tamales. They have tamales. Tamales are very hard to find. And these are more like northern Mexican tamales, which most people are probably familiar with. So they're a little thinner dough. Uh, they're not super fat like some of the southern Mexican tamales are. So these are right. good. It's just good. It's a good place. And while you're there, you can get uh, pan dulce. You can get salsas. You can get uh, flank steak, skirt steak, uh, chorizo. All these type of rare foods that you can't get anywhere. Literally cannot get these anywhere else in the city that I'm aware of. I'm sure there's a few other markets, but this is probably more centrally located for most people. This This is where... As far as the shopping experience goes, and dining experience too, but I mean, this yeah. place is authentic. When yeah. you go back to the you know the butchery, and yeah. typically in your supermarket, we go back where they have the meats and they have the cheeses yeah. and things like that. The cheese case is littered with queso. Yeah, different types of queso, like queso fresco, right. and stuff like you're that. You're not you're not finding cheddar and Swiss and this. No, it's right. it's, it's Mexican, Mexican cheese. When you go to the cuts of meat, you're not finding. You know your ribeye and your pork right. chop and this. No, it is Mexican Very cuts of Mexican meat. Very Mexican cuts. Yeah. Uh, you go throughout. You know dry goods. Oh my gosh, the produce section. Yep. You have just. You can get uh, cactus. You can get cactus. You cactus. can get ch- dried. Just a countless number of dried chilies and yeah. spices. Like this is oh, as authentic. Don't forget as it gets. too. You can get their fresh salsa, which is so good. It's so hot, by the way. Very hot, but so good. <laughs> but and no, uh, tortillas too. They have very fresh. Uh, salsa is meant to be spicy. Yeah, but like in I, my I guarantee you, Dan, this is very hot sauce. I was I would like, say it, that people who are more used to your like traditional kind of Tex-Mex, yeah. mild salsa, they might have a hard time adjusting. But if you're like seeking. Pico. Right, right. Like, right. No, well, like Pico, Pico I said can be it right that time. Yeah, no, no, no. I, Pico. <laughs> Pico um, to Gallo. But no, Pico. like this, this is definitely a place that it's, it's, it's very authentic. And if you're looking for that type of experience. Yeah. I will also say, if you know any Spanish, it helps if you, you it helps to know a little bit. The, I don't want to scare people from going here because a lot of non-Mexican and Hispanic people go here. You'll see them in the store. Yeah. But some of the people just don't know a lot of Spanish. So. If you go You'll there, I'm, taco. Sorry, I'm sorry, they don't know a lot of English. What am I no, saying? No, if you go there, I would highly <laughs> recommend if you don't know Spanish particularly yeah. well, go, it does help to go with someone yeah. who does. Because they can also just help you kind of shop around a little yeah. bit and pick things Usually, up. Usually, though, I notice they always have at least one or two people in the area that, like, when, when you get the tacos, there's one or two guys that speak perfect English, and mm-hmm. they'll be happy to talk in English to you. So, you know. Yeah. Um, great place. Got to try it. I'm telling you, you got to try it. Uh, it's on, what's uh, Liquid Heights Boulevard. Yep, Liquid and Heights. 140th, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, in that area. So. Okay. All right. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to check. I, I need to check it out. Yeah. It's um, so good. So, uh, we kind of had a negative experience last night. Oh, you want to talk about that? Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about that real quick. So, um, I think everybody here, I don't know, but Jimmy's 20, so he's not allowed to partake. But, <laughs> uh, I think all of us here enjoy Fatheads, uh, the their beer. beer. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's, I think they make a really good beer. And at one, at one point it's, you see it on, you know, you Anywhere you go, you're gonna find a Fat Heads brew, maybe like a Headhunter yeah. or a Bumbleberry. You right. see it everywhere, and yeah. But we're not gonna talk about the beer because we like it. It's good. It's great. Every, pretty much, you know, most people like Fat Heads beer. Um, we went to Fat Heads last night, uh, just meeting up with some friends, and <laughs> mm. I gotta say, if anybody out there 
works at Fatheads is listening. I apologize in advance. The food was just awful. It's last night. It was terrible. It's it's not good. Um, terrible. You, it's it's like it's it's. I've been there so many times, and while sometimes the food is decent, some some things you can order are good. I always end up feeling like I have to convince myself that I enjoyed the meal. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I it's just like, ooh, I don't know. Last time I was there, I had uh, their nachos, which I could have read the menu harder and realized what I was getting. But it was basically Taco Bell meat, like not like fresh ground beef, you know, throw, no, it was literally like garbage Taco Bell ground meat with chips. Yeah. Like uh, potato chips. Right, but I was going to say Which st- was weird. Chips. And I just wasn't ready for that. I, 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 again, I should have read. Um, and uh, I tried their Cuban once, and it was awful. It was just the worst pulled pork you've ever had. And some Yeah, I had their pulled pork burrito like, once. Yeah, and uh, I, it, yeah it's just, the it food is just questionable. I don't know. Like, well, so last night I had something that you can get pretty much at any restaurant, any yeah. bar. I got basically a Western burger. Like, yeah, yeah. It was a burger with barbecue, cheddar, bacon, had an onion ring on it, whatever. But... I mean, I'll just go through it real quick. I didn't think the bun was any good. Yeah. Um, the burger, I ordered it medium. It was medium well, so I'm not I'm not going to cause a big stink over that. Whatever. It could have been done medium and then sat in the window for five minutes, and it'll cook itself to medium, medium well. But um, the burger had no taste to it whatsoever. It wasn't seasoned. I, I find that typical of the I think burgers. they're... Their, their, the meat that they use is not very good. It just had no flavor to it. Like, um, the onion ring was soggy. I know you're going to get that on a burger usually, but it just was not good. Like, it didn't taste like anything. Yeah. I didn't even eat half of mine, and I didn't take it home. Yeah. No, I, I also got a burger. I ate it simply for the fact that I was hungry, but I got their quadruple bypass, which they <laughs> typically have a triple bypass. <laughs> I should have known that it was a mistake just based off of It was of a burger name. with, uh, was it brisket on it? It had brisket on it. It had a horseradish sauce. It had an egg on top. It had bacon. So, what kind of bacon was it? Okay, let's start there. Not <laughs> so. I've heard of the the hack of microwaving bacon. Okay, like taking raw strips of bacon and microwaving it. So Wendy's does. Okay, right. Well, no, this wasn't even that. This was literally the Oscar Mayer vacuum packed, pre cooked, microwavable yeah. slices of bacon. And if it wasn't, it sure tasted like it. Oh, it was no question. It was no yeah. question that it was. That yes. stuff is garbage. That's That screams how lazy you are. Yeah. Um, as far as the egg that was cooked, the problem with trying to do it, when you say fried egg, I can typically expect if it's you know flipped over once, if it's cooked a little hard, I don't mind. But when you do it sunny side up, make sure that the egg white's actually cooked Oh. Yeah. and not running off of the egg. Yeah, salmonella. The brisket itself literally tasted like they took a hunk of roast beef lunch meat, sliced it thick, and then doused it with some barbecue sauce, which, by the way, only somehow made it onto half of my burger. I cut my burger in half. One half had barbecue sauce on it. One half did not. Did you talk about uh, the temp of your burger? So I ordered mid-rare. It was promising at first because I cut it open, and to my surprise, a portion of it actually looks mid-rare. As I start eating this thing, though, on the first half that I ate... The first bite I take, completely, like, mid-well, well done. And as I continue eating, it kind of slowly rises to, like, barely a medium. But honestly, as far as mid-rare goes, it was literally just a small pocket of the burger. I get to the other half, 
completely overcooked. Yeah. And again, no seasoning on the burger. Just not a good quality. Just no flavor. Yeah. I, and I and I feel I feel bad having this discussion. Uh, and if we even briefly kind of went, are we going to have this discussion? And we decided to do that because we, I mean we're we, just going to be real. Yeah. I mean, we, uh, we like their beer. It's very good. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, we have no complaints about their beer. I'm a fan of the atmosphere. Yeah. You mm-hmm. go to the Olmstead location. And it's a good time. They have this little standing area. You can chit chat while you're waiting for your your yeah. table. Mm-hmm. And and it's some a, some sometimes like at a restaurant, you just have to find like a couple. You got to go there a couple times and find something you like. But right. like when we, me and him both get a burger, right. and they're both like yeah. that's one of the one things at a bar that they should be able to at least, at be, least be competent at. And they were actually on the specialty burger at least, and maybe even for your burger as well. They were talking about how it's local beef and this and that. Yeah. Well, if it's local beef, honestly, I think you, you know, for lack of a better term, butchered it. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say, I, I, some people complain about their pizza. When I've had it, it's been okay. I know Paul didn't like it. No, it, I'm going to tell you right decent. now. It, to, to me, it was okay, but I, I agree with Paul. It wasn't that good. The pizza that you had that night, my, the Capicola, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. was literally rancid ham. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> it was, I remember that. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. I think the best thing I've had there is their smokehouse wings. They smoke these giant Their wings are wings. good. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're good wings. That's a good thing. Their french fries are very tasty. Um, they're not bad. I, yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big french fry fan. I'm not saying I'm a connoisseur. I'm just saying I enjoy french fries. They're very good bar french fries. Like, they're thick. They have a lot of seasoning. Not, But they're not like uh, steak fries or anything like that. Like, they're crispy. I'm a fan. Uh, I've had burgers there that are good. I've had burgers there that aren't good. Again, I don't want to be trashing it because we love the beer and we love what they do. It's just the food. We've been there so many times and it's been so disappointing, and I guess. It's, it's ranged from disappointing to just too bad. Like okay. Just, yeah. And honestly, when you look at the size of the menu, it is a massive menu. And yeah. I'm always going to be of the opinion that you cannot put out a quality product if you have a menu that size. Something's going to lack. There are going to be yeah. things that will shine or that will stand out. Like you said, the wings are solid. The fries are solid. Uh, honestly, some of their fried appetizers, you know, it's really hard to screw those sorts of things up, but it's like tone it down a little bit, yeah. you know, kind of rein it in because I get it. Also, everyone going there, they're not looking for a culinary experience, but, you know, I, I guess I just would like to expect a little bit more when you're yeah. a brewery would like to expect the food quality just to be a little higher than what you expect from say your typical run of the mill bars. Yeah. And, um, speaking of, uh, well, I also just think their menu is way too big. Yeah. But it's too much. Whatever. They, they need to cut that's, that menu. I that's their say, decision. I think they need to cut the menu down in half. Um, like they're trying to offer too many options. And, yeah. You know. But anyway, uh, speaking of breweries, uh, let's talk real quick uh, about a new, uh, mic- I don't know, brew, brew pub... I think it's descri- micro brew, yeah, something I like that. I think that it's kind of described as a we brew. We have to pub. check out, and it's uh, Noble Beast Brewing. Uh, that is on Lakeside downtown, uh, right across the street from Channel Three. If you have ever been down there, sort of by the Brown Stadium, but uh, a little bit, a uh, little bit uh, to the east. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just on like Lakeside. Um, so Paul and I got to go last Friday mm-hmm. with our roommate Abe. Um, and absolutely loved it. I mean, this place was like home run. No, they, they knocked it out of the park. So yeah. kind of like how we got to try, um, try Basshead a little bit before 
Yeah. No, we got to try Mass. Oh, I didn't. You guys, you guys did. Oh, that's right. No, that's right. I forgot. Um, but similar to that and just how the service works, again, you're not going in buying for a server. You go in, and when you're ready to order, you make you your way up to, to the yeah, bar. Yeah, just go up to the bar. And so, you know, it's it's at your own pace, which I always appreciate. I think that's a much more manageable way. And and then, so their beers that were available, um, I tried their Kolsch, which I haven't had a Kolsch before. It's a German That's what beer. I had, too. Yeah, and I thought... I thought it was excellent. Oh, it was great. It was so good. It, it was... Good taste. It was crisp. It was refreshing. The color of it was interesting. Um, good color. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it was a... It was like a cloudy... I don't know maybe if it was the light, but it was almost like a cloudy-ish like, type green. Hmm. Yeah. Um, which was kind of weird at first, but then I tasted it, and I mean, it was really good. No, it was it was great. And then the food... Yeah. I mean, again, they it's it's a it's a small menu. Yeah, uh, really small. I really mean, there's small. like there's only probably like twelve, fifteen items on there total, and that's including appetizers, yeah, yeah. couple yeah. I think a couple salads, some sandwiches, <coughs> but no, I mean the chef, the chefs there, um, they do a great job. They they actually have a little list there of a lot of local vendors that they use, uh, yeah. local you know cheese houses and butchers and things like that, and well, we both got the corn dog. Yeah. And which was actually Kielbasa corn dog. Exactly. Ooh. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was I, the kielbasa was incredible. Like the actual kielbasa part. I wasn't like it was good. I wasn't a huge fan of like the breading. It wasn't like a traditional like corn dog. Like it yeah, was just like cornmeal or whatever. It was a uh, it was kind of like an almost like a nine grain type thing. Well, actually, and I was actually looking into that, and I'm trying to remember how they described. I'd have to look it up again. The way they describe the batter makes a little yeah. more sense because it's not maybe what you're typically used to with. Because I mean, quite frankly, I think most of us kind of get the fr- you get the frozen corn dog, yeah, yeah. and it's that real uh, puffy, like real puffy, puffy sweet batter, dough, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This. Um, so no what batter. I'll say about this is that it coated the hot dog and it's, or the kielbasa. It coated it um, and stayed on, but there wasn't a ton of it. There was yeah. enough of it for you to taste it, but it wasn't like a super thick coating. But yeah. there is a reason why it does taste different. So for some people, you know, it's a matter of preference. Um, they serve it with some sauerkraut, which I absolutely love. Kielbasa and sauerkraut are a great combo. And they have this uh, beer grain mustard that I thought was really nice. Um, it just paired really well with it. Awesome. And now I got a sandwich. It was called the Don't Quarry. It's basically like a gourmet ham and cheese with uh, local goat cheese. Uh, just a delicious smoked ham, caramelized local apples and onion on toasted sourdough. My gosh! Wow. No, it, sounds that, like you guys like this place. Yeah, it was good. I uh, it's they say it's spent grain batter. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm looking it up on the website right now. But all uh, right, so it sounds. I, I also had the uh, uh, the nachos. Uh, actually, our guest last week, Hannah. Uh, Suggested that I definitely get the nachos. So obviously I'd never been there before. So I took her suggestion, and they were they were super good. It wasn't like it's not like your ballpark nachos where it's you know whatever. No. Like the, the cheese on it was good. The, the pork was really good. The chips were good. <coughs> um, it had a nice uh, amount of um, like garnish on yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, cilantro and yeah. uh, I can't well, remember what else was on there. But uh, there's like some cilantro, some rash. Like it's a very colorful thing yeah. of nachos. Yeah, it was good. It was and really good. but also I I got to sample just a couple of them. And also, quite frankly, 
considering that you're used to getting like a heaping plate of nachos when you go to a bar, it's actually pretty filling. Yeah. For what it is, you know, it's yeah. it's a smaller portion, but like you said, it's high quality. Yeah. yeah. So. So the food was great, mm-hmm. um, and something that you'll like about it, the vibes were. The vibes were good. <laughs> great vibes. Well, it, it's cool. Like the decor in there, obviously, just like. Like any other mic, like brew, like mm-hmm. plat, like if you go to platform or something yeah, like that, like, that kind of like, like just a good it's decoration. like the bar, and then you can see like the tanks and everything yeah. where they do all their work and stuff. Yeah. Um, so that was really cool. So but, uh, let's briefly burn through the metrics. Okay. Service pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you have to walk up to the bar. No, to, that's typical. Though. Yeah, you got to walk up to the bar to the order, but you know. No service. Would, service was nice. Everything was quick. Yeah. Everything's nice. Uh, how, yeah. Would, how would you how would you uh, rate the prices like? Oh gosh, decent prices. They're actually not bad at all. No. Okay. So um, average, average bar or brewery prices. Yeah. Right. I'll to to make a comparison, and yes, I will call them out by name. Fast Eddie's and Parma. Oh. They're <laughs> no, their burgers and sandwiches run around between eleven to thirteen dollars. And they're they're not bad. They're decent. You know that. Yeah. But they're but, they're really overpriced. But here, honestly, from what I remember, same pricing. Yeah. And you're getting yeah. local ingredients. I actually yeah. got to talk with the chef a little bit. He's a really cool guy, super nice. Um, these yeah. guys love what they do. You're getting that same price, but honestly, you're getting much better quality. Yeah, it's actually it's actually cool. It's um, it's owned by a uh, um, I can't remember his name, but uh, a chef and then a brewer. So oh, it's like they nice. come, they so came they come together. together. Yeah, they they came together. Um, so it sounds like the quality of the food and the beer was pretty good. Yeah, yes. very happy oh, that's with great. That. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Portion sizes, you already kind of touched on that. Yeah, pretty good. I mean, they were good. Good yeah. portion sizes. Yeah. And the vibes and atmosphere was good as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, it's really cool. Like the decor and everything, the uh, the furniture and all that stuff is yeah. good. Yeah. Um, it's it's far enough. It's in downtown, but it's far enough away from downtown where it's not going to get like stupid busy like East Fourth does. Or like how yeah. parking's a like it, it was it was full when we went in, but. Full meaning, like all the seats were taken. It right. just wasn't people like standing around yeah. everywhere. And, that, and we, uh, we, we sat pretty much, you know, right away. There was a, awesome. there was one table available that we, you know, we locked out. We got there at the right time. But no, I think that's an excellent point. Like you can go in, you're not feeling crushed or rushed. But like you said, the fact that you're close to downtown, but you're not right in the hub of it all. Yeah. That you're not dealing with all that traffic. I think that is really nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely check it out. We're gonna go back. Um, our roommate Abe loved it. <laughs> He's gonna go back every week. He loved it. Oh, he he walked, loved we walked. It. We walked in. He he got a, a Kolsch too. Yeah. Um, Took a sip of it, had some of his food, and he's like, "This is like my favorite place ever." <laughs> wow. <laughs> he absolutely loved it. So it's it. got the Abe approval. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's it's good. Definitely check it out. Uh, shout out to Hannah for suggesting it to us. Uh, on I think it was Facebook. She commented on one of our posts. Yep, yes, she um, did. And suggested it. So we're definitely gonna try out some more places that others have suggested to us. But um, wanted to check that out. Yeah, but, we've got a nice little list going of uh, you know listeners' yeah. suggestions. So no shortage of places to try out for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, definitely check that out. Uh, real quick, we only have a couple minutes left, uh, but we have one last place we wanted to touch on. Paul and I have been to. Have you ever been to Cleveland Bagel? I've eaten their bagels, but I've never okay. been to there. Okay. Okay. So I'll go ahead and say, big difference. Getting it because I do know that they supply some places with their bagels. I've actually had people yeah. bring it over and I've eaten them okay. from the actual location. Okay. So. I would say, just like with any baked good, the closer you can get to the source, like if someone yeah. brings it yeah. to you, that's not so bad. But I tell you, if you can actually make it there, yeah. where I they're rotating the bagels yeah. out, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm, 
I'm going to say hands I know down. Dan's best, a big fan. I know he's a yeah. Big. No, I'm going to say hands down best bagel I've ever had. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I've I've only been there once, like actually there. I went with Abe one Saturday morning, and uh, uh, we got we got bagels. I actually got a bagel sandwich. It was like mm. a egg bacon bagel sandwich. Oh, I love those. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> it was so good. These, yeah. No, I see that. Like you can build your own sandwich. Yeah. it's can, a little pricey for a bagel, but. Like, but you're getting a decent product. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. you're getting an amazing sure. product. No, people. I've actually seen a couple of comments. People who have had New York bagels that claim yeah. that this is better than New York. Oh yeah. Like it's that yeah. legit. Yeah. Um, I had it was a rosemary sea salt bagel with a brie walnut honey cream cheese. Ooh. Oh, so they get some fancy looking. Yeah, they have a bunch of different uh, flavored cream cheeses that I'm pretty sure they make. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then they have a they have a, uh, they usually have about. I would say 10 different flavored bagels with different, like, you know, like you got sea salt and rosemary, so different garnishes, or or they do baked flavors into them. Like, mm-hmm. I think they have a cinnamon donut, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and you can get coffee, you can get juice. You know, but yeah, but it was it was really good. It's really cool. It's just a little shop. Um, is it on, it's on Detroit, isn't it? It's on Detroit. It's Detroit. It's, it's right and... by Pier, it's right by that Pier... Harp. It's right by the Harp. Harp. That's it. Harp. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's right it's right on the lake, pretty much. Um, and that's a cool thing too, because actually when I went, Abe and I we just walked across to the parking lot across the street for the Harp and just kind of yeah stood up, stood there and kind of looked over the lake and yeah. just oh that's cute. I know, right? Oh, you guys have a moment together. <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, Detroit and Forty Second. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's awesome. It's great on a Saturday morning, mm-hmm. especially when the weather's getting nicer, to just grab a bagel and. Um, you know, hang out. Since you're down there, you can go to like Edgewater or something after. Um, it's just really cool to start your day, especially on the weekend. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we just wanted to get through that real quick. Uh, definitely wanted to touch on that. But uh, um, that's pretty much going to do it here for us. Um, I think we covered pretty much everything we want. We did. Um, yeah, we we're going we're gonna to go to some other stuff that you guys have, or other places that you guys have suggested to us on um, on Facebook, and uh, please keep suggesting stuff to us. Yeah, we, not just, we, we want that. Yeah, not yeah. just you know, not just um, food recommendations, bar recommendations, but um, events, events. Uh, you know, if you got like in a future episode, or if you guys listen back and you don't like our sports takes, let let us know. Yeah, yeah. Talk. yeah talk we're always up for debate. Um, but yeah, we definitely try and uh, get back to you guys as soon as possible. Um, and we love interacting with you guys on social media. So, um, yeah, we will be back uh, next week uh, with another episode, probably more so our normal speed. The normal um, setup. Yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll try to cover everything in one episode. This week was kind of crazy with the NFL draft. Um, we just we decided to dedicate a whole episode to that um, with the Browns having such a big, big night, basically, especially on Thursday night. So, um we appreciate you guys uh, listening to us, hanging out with us, um, and uh, keep listening. Keep following us on social media, Living Off the Land Pod on Instagram, L O T L Podcast 216 on Twitter, uh, Living Off the Land Pod on Facebook. And like we said at the beginning, uh, we are on SoundCloud now, and we are also on iTunes. So check us out there. Um, follow us on SoundCloud, hit subscribe on iTunes. Uh, I've been saying on my posts, hit subscribe and rate us five, right? (laughs) Ah, So uh, definitely do that. But, um, yeah, we will catch you guys uh, later. And um, just remember, we're a couple guys that are just living off the land. 
See you guys. Peace. See ya. Okay, yeah.